You are listening to You've Got Five Options show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners, and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom, and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got Five Options show. Welcome to the second part of our very special special. Yes, it's our birthday. Yes, we are two years old. Uh, I'm, we mean the podcast is two years old. We are obviously a tiny bit older. Yes, just a little bit. Just a little bit. We will not disclose. But if you would like to listen to our podcast, you will for sure figure out how old we are right now. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, do yes. it. Do Day it. It's bullshit. It's bullshit of the week. Bullshit. That was unexpected. <laughs> no, it's like I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> Me neither. Yes, but it's it's okay, Dennis. Dennis you. just very politely let us know that we are talking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a yeah, but that's not the bullshit of the week. Uh, although, yeah, maybe it is, and that's the sad part. But what we wanted to say is that we are continuing with the bullshits because, guys, this special has all the elements of our new season four. So we had Artist of the Week last week where we had a compilation of our best moments and bloopers. We had Challenge of the Week, which was our top five most memorable favorite challenges that we have ever solved. Lots of fun. You have to listen to that. And then we started with a bullshit of the week, which actually we converted into five bullshits that we have learned over the last two years while doing this podcast slash radio show slash uh, TV show slash to be continued. We don't know what future brings. Yes. Well, we are already additionally also doing motivational talks. Yes, that's true. <gasps> yes, that's true. Oh, my God. Yeah. You've got five options talks. So you guys, if you need some funny and wise talkers, yes. that's us. That's us. I know it's hard to believe, but we also provide breakup dancing <laughs> services, <laughs> as you learned in our first part of the special weekend dance to your breakup, <laughs> if you need that. And if you go to www.thefiveoptions.com, you can hire us, although there you can only hire us for the talks, not for the breakup dancing. <laughs> Yes, but just drop us a message and we will figure something out. We are quite us. flexible. We are, yes, especially especially with that breakup dancing. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so. but coming back to the bullshits, we have talked about one bullshit, which is everyone can have a podcast. And we politely disagreed. And now I would like us to talk about the other one, which is how hard can it be? Yes, how hard can it be was actually a line that I have thrown. I am pretty sure I was under an influence of alcohol at that point because the idea of this podcast was created in fumes of wine and aperol spritz in a little uh, Italian restaurant. Uh, was there also aperol spritz in that first evening? I remember only wine. I don't remember, which means it could be <laughs> anyway. Well, there was definitely some red... Uh, red alcohol and I think we were discussing the concept we wanted to do something we both had corporate jobs at that time we wanted to help people and do something valuable and all this and then we came up with the podcast because we were recording messages to each other anyway so why not to share this wisdom that we are recording with another friend of ours to the world and I think I said something like Come on, how hard can it be? Nine months later, <laughs> we finally <laughs> started our podcast. It took us nine months 
to actually start. And I will again uh, make a little throwback to an article that is now on our website where you can read about our very long and difficult pregnancy when we finally pushed to the world our podcast, but it was nine months. And then it didn't got any easier for some time. No, uh, we we were spending endless hours. You know, we hired a person to make our website and we had to fire that person. And Anna made our website basically overnight. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually quite sick at the same time. And that hired Paris person, he didn't really speak English. So that could have been a potential <laughs> obstacle in communication. But the things we wanted to have there were like, you know, like Star Trek website, you know, like, and this blinks and this shows up. So we, we had no idea that this is kind of impossible. But he was politely saying, yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. I think he was just, you know, Google translating himself and it didn't really work out. But that's true. Yeah, I made a website over, I think, three days, finally. Yeah, and uh, I had to become the sound engineer of our <laughs> uh, bedroom recorded podcast, uh, which gave a lot of uh, challenges uh, to start yes. with. And um, the perfectionism has kicked in very high. I could spend up to eight hours editing one yes. podcast. Yes, exactly. And uh, then e we, we continue with this. We wanted to make a lean startup and it was like, oh, my God, it wasn't lean at all. And then I think first half a year we were still, you know, spending hours and hours on end working on our audio. We were writing articles to each of the challenge we received. And I, I think that I spent every lunch break because we had two regular jobs at that time. Lunch breaks, nights. Marta was editing from under the blanket at five o'clock in the morning, you know. So basically, yeah, uh, it was hard. So much commitment. So yes. much commitment. So how hard can it be? Was a bullshit. Definitely bu bullshit. It was hard. <laughs> but also hard. fun. Okay, what what's on the bullshit menu? Let's try to make a smooth transition, if I can. So I would say, how do you have time to do it? It's impossible. That's actually one of the things that we were uh, hearing from our friends or colleagues when they learned we have this podcast. And uh, I think a lot of people want to have some side activities, some kind of passion, hobby, be, be it painting or uh, pottery, which I could never understand, uh, and other stuff. And when we came up with the website and the podcast and we were solving challenges every week, people were like, how do you have time to do it? It's impossible. Yes, we were consuming most of our free time. I agree <laughs> with all this throwbacks that you just heard uh, a moment ago, but it's not impossible. You just have to have determination and passion and, and commitment. Um, and I believe that everyone who is saying, you know, it's impossible, I have a job and then I go home and I don't really have time. Uh, those are excuses. Marta, you had, you still have three children that you are abandoning every week. Uh, but uh, Alex was that at that point two years old. He was not four. No. Well, actually, he's almost five. So you had small children and I was a single mom at that time. And, you know, it's like it's it's not you don't have time you you can make time for whatever you prioritize so it's bullshit yeah definitely definitely i'm i'm well i still don't know how i managed to do it in 2018 i was working in a corporation i had three kids my husband was traveling a lot we were doing all that like you know very high level very high quality approach to each of the challenges mm -hmm. i was studying conscious healing and coaching <laughs> I don't know. It. I don't know. But definitely that's a proof that you can bend time. You can extend time when you're passionate. Yes, that's correct. But then we can also get to something that we also heard, not from so many people, because not many people dared to say it, but some people did say it. This can ruin your friendship. What do you have to say about that, my dear? Well, I did hear that uh, doing ventures uh, together with your friends and family can have uh, some uh, bad, uh, you know, endings. And I think it's especially true when the money mm -hmm. comes into play. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's what a lot of people were saying. Well, if you have been listening to our podcast, you know that money has not been much of an issue. <laughs> However, 
That's why we have Mili Vanilli as a backup uh, strategy and also we do the breakup dancing. <laughs> <laughs> however, you know. however, we did earn some money uh, with our You've Got Five Option Talks. Mm-hmm. And, well, let's say that uh, we did have some hard moments in our friendship <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. I would say mostly around full moon time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Marta. Why? Why was that? <laughs> uh, we did have quite some um, challenges. Uh, I, I don't remember what was the reason. Mm-hmm. But I remember that once I recorded a message to you. I want you, Anna, to think if you really want to do it with me. Do you? Do you? Do you? I remember what it was because we have it in our article, guys, that you can read on our website. Uh, it was uh, after you were uh, basically <laughs> sculpting <laughs> version 123 of one of our podcasts. And I made some remarks And you were so pissed because you were sitting on it hours. And it's like, you're never satisfied. Do you really want to do it Do it with me? Do you? Do you? And I'm like, whoa, where that came from? <laughs> where did that come from? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, uh, thank you, super English. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically there were there were some moments or, or sometimes we had periods when one of us was more occupied than the other and the other one was taking the, the, the magnitude or the, the heaviness of the entire podcast and production on herself. And this is when we had those moments when, you know, we, we could like uh, potentially have a conflict. Yeah. And also we have very different personalities. Uh, over time, as I have been educating myself as a coach and neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, I found out a lot of reasons to why it, some of the moments were quite difficult for mm-hmm. us. But we have a completely different relationship with time. Mm-hmm. And I am a very uh, planning ahead person, mm-hmm. which for Anna probably was something more like a Hitler style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Anna is very, very bendable and flexible with I'm time. Very and optimistic. for me was always like, will it happen or not? Will she, will she, will she send it or not? So and then I was like <laughs> in the last moment, like in a slow-mo, you know, running to the stop sign and yes, I delivered. <laughs> yeah, so. It, it definitely makes it quite difficult when you have very different yeah. uh, like approaches and you it takes a lot of open mind to understand the other person yeah. that has like a completely opposite uh, approach yeah. to uh, to time to time <laughs> exactly i'm very optimistic you know i always think i will make it most of the times i do but uh, i have not realized that i put so much stress on her I'm now saying her because I'm talking to Dennis for some mysterious reason. <laughs> Maybe because he's here, <laughs> you know. It's like he's our audience, like immediate audience here. Yes. So uh, just to, to wrap it up, how we manage not to ruin our friendship then, Marta? Through the talks. Yes. We actually were talking a lot. And I think we were able to sometimes when we saw it's too much heated. Okay, let's just park it for a night and then look at it with uh, fresh eyes. But I think we have self-educated ourselves so badly over those, so badly, so much over those challenges we were making. We're solving challenges, how to solve a situation with my friend and stuff. So I think in the same time, we have got a lot of knowledge on how things work. And I think that helped. Yeah, and we also had have a golden rule. Yes. What's our first priority? Our first priority is our friendship. Mm-hmm. So every time there has ever been any question or any tough situation, it has always been, okay, the friendship is the number one. Mm-hmm. And if there is anything uh, from whatever we are doing that could uh, threaten the friendship, that thing is the one that goes, not the friendship. Yes, exactly. So you have to have your priorities straight. And now it's the last bullshit, which I hope that will one day and very soon become a wisdom. But that bullshit is your time is about to come. Yeah, we have heard that many times. Also, Jesus. when listening to our podcast, also some of our guests mm-hmm. have been telling us, girls, you're doing such a great job. It's so fantastic what you're doing. Your time is about to come. Yes, I give it a month. That was in 2018. <laughs> like you will like break through. You will be a hit. And uh, yeah, uh, so guys, our time is still about to come. <laughs> no, I okay. let's be appreciative and let's be grateful. We do have listeners. We have actually quite some listeners. We are known 
in our host area <laughs> and in some mysterious cities in the United States of America, <laughs> which we and in Nigeria. But so we we do have a brand. People know us, and we uh, we had a fantastic ride. But you know, of course, we were thinking more into like, come on, it, it's a cool show. Maybe we will just become a sensation, and we didn't yet. I, I, I hope we are a little sensation in, in in ears of our listeners. If any of our listeners would like to give us some nice words, you are very welcome to visit the5options.com and there is like a little thinking menu, drop a message. You can just write to us. I am listening. That's enough. Yeah. And, you know, small steps. I mean, we started in our bedrooms, recording either my bedroom or Anna's bedroom. Mm -hmm. Then we came to the local radio. Then uh, we became a TV program. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it is developing. It is developing. We are going slowly but steadily. Uh, we are going forward. Yeah, not backward, hopefully. Yes. And I think, uh, Marta, we were supposed to mention something or we don't want to. We want to be mysterious. I want to mention it badly. Then mention it badly. Okay, so we are going from the bedroom, <laughs> through from? the radio station, through the TV station, all the way to TEDx Orhus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Guys, we are going to make a show at this year's TEDx in Aarhus, we were asked to actually, we were asked, we didn't push ourselves, we didn't stock organizers, we were approached. We didn't dance in front of people to <laughs> get that. We didn't make the breakup dance for them, and there was no mini Milli Vanilli episode, but uh, we were actually contacted by people from TEDx Aarhus, and they asked us to make like a backstage show, to make a podcast about the TEDx, the people who came in, and you know, just to just to give a, a little bit of extra to the Dex Orhus. So I think it's awesome. Yes, imagine where this can go. I don't know. Imagine where all the people who are in our bedroom can go now. <laughs> very good, very good message I'm to someone. <laughs> From the bedroom to TEDx or host. So what happened in our bedrooms can be, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's, let's <laughs> park it. And uh, yeah. now uh, we also want to have a very beautiful throwback Yes. to the very first artist that we actually had on the show, on the show. and uh, that is that was we were so impressed. We had a girl called Sina Biere. I'm mm -hmm. sorry for pronouncing the name, uh, who came after having a very long time not being able to sing, mm -hmm. come here to the radio, not exactly here to another location of that radio, mm -hmm. and she sang live so beautifully that we were like seriously goosebumped. Mm -hmm, that's true. And she haven't been singing for uh, a few years, a few yeah. years, like a decade, I would say. So that was amazing. So this is our this week's artist of the week. And the song that. Yes, should we play the jingle? OK, yeah, no, because I, I didn't know. Are we playing the? This is You've Got Five Options radio show, <laughs> a show where we don't know what we are doing. <laughs> Let's play it. Let's play the jingle. Superman Music brings to you Artist of the Week. And it's it actually makes sense yeah. that uh, Dave, uh, who is bringing the artist, he was actually the one who requested the song. Yeah, that's true. That Sina is going to sing. I mean, so she sang in the long time, long, long time ago. We will just play it again. So it was requested by Dave. Mm -hmm. And the song is Present Tense by Radiohead. And but actually not by Radiohead, by Sina Biera. There's dance, there's dance, it's like a weapon, it's like a weapon of self-defense, self-defense. Against the prison, 
against the present, present end. I won't get heavy. Don't get heavy. Keep it light in you. Keep it moving. I'm doing no harm. As my world comes crashing down, I'm dancing, freaking out. I'm freaking out. Being Deaf, dumb, and blind. You are lost. You are lost. Yeah. And I won't turn around when the penny drops. I won't stop now. I won't slag off. Or all this love will be in vain. Stop from falling down in mine. It's no one's business but mine. That all this love has been in vain. In you I'm lost. In you I'm lost. Yeah. In you I'm lost. Yeah. In you I'm lost. A beautiful. Song. Yeah, I actually got the goosebumps again. Uh, I know that uh, I remember being at that in in that studio, and you know her starting to sing. And as we can also hear, the conditions were not the best because there was someone, uh, probably me, uh, tapping some desk, and I can hear the birds singing because someone opened the window, so I could hear all those you know things. But uh, I remember when she just started to sing, and you had to be there. Uh, such a talented girl. So thank you, Sina, again. And uh, just a little uh, fun fact, a.k.a. Sexy Data. This episode uh, with Sina, which is called Listen to Your Heart with Sina Biera, is the most listened ever podcast episode, according to our corrupted data. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's quite fantastic because it's, it's number one. It's all the time number one or two because it's competing with What is Love? Where we didn't have an artist, but we have played Hadaway. And I think we actually uh, sang a little bit of What is Love. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a beautiful artist of the week. Mm -hmm. And we have finalized the bullshit. So how about we just smoothly go to wisdom? A super wise wisdom of the week. And I think it's actually a smooth transition because uh, now we have just opened another chapter in You've Got Five Options history. And we started with Sina, which was one of our very first guests. And now we are going to Wisdom of the Week, which today is the wisdom from our guests. Because believe it or not, smart asses like us, we actually learned something from people. I will be honest with you, it's not easy to surprise us because we also prepare ourselves before the interviews with the guests. So many of the things, especially when we had life coaches or or some kind of, you know, people talking about uh, improvement, um, I knew something already and Marta was really well or 
I would say, uh, educated in that area. But there were some things that really either surprised us or made an impact on us. And those are the five wisdoms, top wisdoms that we have chosen for you guys to reflect upon, throw back to and encourage you to listen to those episodes. Yes. So the first wisdom that we want to share with you today is from episode 122, The Mysteries and Myths of Tantric Massage with Iris Smith. Which, by the way, is really popular on our podcast. People like to listen to that mysteries and myths of tantric massage. Yeah. And even though it was uh, quite recently, because it was uh, right before summer vacation that we've had this, I had to choose this one because I really have to say that Iris has absolutely impressed me with her courage. Mm -hmm. Coming to the radio, local radio and TV station to say these kind of things about yourself mm -hmm. and knowing it's not one of these, you know, uh, let's no, you know, fuck it, I'm going to rock it. And, you know, this kind of like rebellious approach, but like coming straight from your heart and, you know, showing yourself being your authentic self. Um, she has two pearls of wisdom. Pearl number one uh, is related to uh, finding your own path. Mm -hmm. And how can it feel? And pearl number two is about finding your place, finding your purpose in very unusual places. So let's listen to Iris. Yeah, I think because many things in my life led me there, I feel it was like it was a coming home and it was something completely out of my comfort zone at the same time, something I didn't expect at all to be doing. So I kind of found myself there home in something that was so foreign. At the same time, I was also exploring my own sexuality quite freely. I uh, was, for example, working in a strip club, which is quite unconventional. <laughs> But it, that was also a place for me where I discovered like many things. It was, for example, the first time when I was there on a stage that I felt the power And this, the sacredness of the feminine, which was something I didn't know or felt before. But as I was dancing there, I felt like, whoa, there's something greater than me here moving. And I, I didn't really know what it was. And also I felt the power of intimacy there in the strip club that most men that came there, they actually just needed to be held. If I held their hand, they could cry because this is actually what they wanted. So I felt there's a power in this sexual thing, which is also so covered in weird, uh, strange emotions and guilt and shame and underground. And it wasn't the place where I knew I would stay the rest of my life, but I, it, there was something there for me. Yeah, wow. I, I wasn't here to record this episode. I was already on maternity leave. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, that's... The fact that she even talked about this, you know, it's quite admirable. And the fact that men cry in a strip club, I always thought that men cry because they spend too much on lap dancing, but not because they uh, they cry because they are, you know, uh, empty, uh, feel empty or feel, um, yeah, emotionally empty, I would say. Yeah. Financially empty also can happen, I would say. Yeah, but for me, this also was so beautiful what she said, like how she was finding this tantric massage, this journey, you mm -hmm. know, from a girl, mm -hmm. how she was becoming a tantric masseuse and how she was, you know, feeling that this is so foreign to her. Mm -hmm. And at the same time as she was arriving home, that's something that is quite, quite yeah. interesting and very, very deep. Someone could say contradictory but uh, you know so 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 close no matter how far so foreign and yet so familiar you know so um, yeah so interesting so I was very very much uh, impressed yeah I actually Iris. am as well I have to say that I also heard once from on a wedding from some guys they were the the groom was a sailor he was uh, in some kind of you know navy not navy they were uh, you know on ships for months and all his friends were also sailors and they said that many times when they are at the harbors they go to prostitutes because they need someone to hug them 
because they are so alone at the sea. So it's not about sex. It's about someone to feel actually a woman's touch. And I found it uh, surprising, but yet so, yeah, normal. So understandable. Way. Yeah, understandable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So, Smooth transition from not smooth uh, trans club not at all <laughs> not at all because now we are talking about something that I found very wise or actually very surprising and made me think a lot and that is a bit from expat entrepreneurship one on one that was our episode 8586 five things you need to know before starting your own business with Jan Rezek aka Honza aka Dick <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just making throwback to the, uh, of course, Honza is not dick. It means that Honza is Jan in Czech Republic. So uh, he said something that at that point of time was for me like, hmm, because I think we had a couple of episodes when we had guests who were saying, you know, if you put your mind on it, if you put your determination, if you will try to learn something, you can master everything. And here comes a guy who basically says, that entrepreneurship has to be in your DNA. It's nothing that you can learn. You have to be born with it. You can hit it, Marta. Yes. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about the term entrepreneur. I think there is a big buzz around this word and things that people consider to be entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur, which are in particular not true. So first of all, the definition of, of an entrepreneur is a person who is constantly looking for innovative things. It's for making things, processes better, smoother, faster, stronger, you name it. It's what it takes to be constantly not satisfied because you're constantly challenging the status quo. You're constantly trying to make things better, like I said before. And there is a big difference between being an entrepreneur and being self-employed because Being an entrepreneur means that you have it in your DNA. You have it as a mindset. And I actually heard Kate speaking the other day and she said, she, she told a story about how she tried to sell stuff when she was a little kid. And that's something that I really consider to be this specific DNA of an entrepreneur. You have it, you have it in you. you. You were born with this. That's why I say you cannot learn to be a true entrepreneur. You can be self-employed, perfectly fine. Yeah, and yeah. I am. I have a little bit more audio to play, yeah. and I don't play it. Play it. Okay. Play it. Okay. So entrepreneurship to me is really highly tied and connected to your temper. Mm-hmm. Temper is something you're born with. Character, personal character, is something you can actually learn. You can improve that. You can bend it. But temper is something you're born with, and entrepreneurship is really tied to to your temper, in my opinion and my experience of myself and people that I've met who are true entrepreneurs. Yeah, I, and I remember listening to him and I was even like, you know, trying to to push him on this. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because there are some things which I also believe that people are born with, some certain talents and so on. But I think after, you know, we had so many of those programs and everyone was trying to say, you can learn everything, you can learn everything. And here comes the guy who says, no, that's your temper, that's your DNA, that's something you have to be born with. We had further a discussion when he said that you might not know you have it, but you have it and then it's being awakened. So you don't have to like um, exhibit it straight away. Uh, but it was something super interesting. And I think at the end of the day, I agreed with him. So, well, um, I would say that this entrepreneurship thing, you know, whether you have it in your DNA or not, mm -hmm. I think it's probably likely that there is something special in it that you are born with. But the temper actually, Mr. Uh, some people who have listened to us before know that there is a guy Mr. Joe Dispenza. Ah, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> Marta. <laughs> that invited Marta me to Cancun. Yes, Marta is going to Cancun. <laughs> Cancun with Joe no, Dispenza. I'm not going, but maybe one yeah. day I will. And uh, Joe would have disagreed with Jan about temper. Mm -hmm. Because according to neuroscience, temper is a very long-lasting emotion. Okay. So you can change your temper over the years. Mm. So you can be very, you can have a very positive, go, let's go ahead temper. But if you get depressed mm -hmm. and if you stay in a depression for a long time, mm -hmm. it will actually change your temper. I would say very possible. And uh, I think that's why I love our guests that they come with, uh, you know, different and it's never the same. 
yeah. it's never the same. I hope Joe can come once to our show. Yes, uh, we can also make a show in Cancun, Mr. Joe Dispenza. If you are like, uh, you know, inviting Marta so freely, maybe I can come as well with uh, Dennis and we can make an interview with you because our time is about about to come. <laughs> okay, yes. yet still a very interesting theory that yep. entrepreneurship is in our genes. Yes, exactly. And then we are smoothly <laughs> again <laughs> going to wisdom number three. Yes. So this, should I just play it? Or? Just, uh, just play it, yeah. Okay. Let's just play it. So the healing is critical. Now, in a pattern like picking acne, what's going to happen is when the person thinks about how this pattern first evolved, it's going to be something very hurtful. It's going to actually be something where they are wanting to hide. The metaphysical reason for acne is a repulsion. So it's actually something that the body is doing to repel other people from looking. You notice how if you see someone with a lot of acne, how you look away? You don't want to stare when someone has a lot of acne. It makes you very uncomfortable. You might even judge it as gross or disgusting. So it's actually an underlying behavior that the personality is doing to kind of like make them like an invisibility cloak. If I have a lot of acne, people won't look at me. It's not that they ever plan that. They're not going to consciously think that thought. But this is something that their body is going to be doing in a situation where they are very uncomfortable or want to not be seen. Now, Kate's challenge was pretty evident that she went through some trauma as a child. She talked about being mentally and emotionally and physically abused by a stepmother. This is a kind of situation where you can automatically see this child would have wanted to be invisible. She wouldn't have wanted to be seen. She would have wanted to disappear whenever that stepmother came into the room and try to make herself small or hidden. So cultivating this pattern of actually picking the acne would then amplify the effect of the acne. In other words, it would make it even worse. It would e even be harder to look at someone with like bleeding sores on their face. So you can see that little Kate was feeling so bad about herself. She didn't want anyone to see her. She probably felt extremely unsafe. Yeah, this is a bit from a, from a really uh, special Oh my God, I'm doing the same thing over and again. I'm making special episodes. Uh, this was a very different, and I would say uh, it was a tough, a tough episode uh, because it concerned a really serious challenge. And we had a really fantastic guest, Cynthia Lamp, who is Marta's actually teacher. Uh, she's a spiritual healer. Marta, you can say a little bit more about Cynthia. That was episode seven, uh, 76. Uh, and I think 75, because it was two episodes, a five steps process for healing the patterns of behavior you'd love to change. And the thing that blown me away in that episode was when Cynthia said that every physical condition we have is a reflection of something metaphysical happening. And she gave that uh, example of a girl who actually sent us a challenge that the fact that she has acne, so she, her face is could be repulsive, it's because she wants to be she wanted to be invisible as a child and that is connected you know so basically her subconscious mind metaphysical state is influencing her physical condition in today's day and i found it extremely powerful we had a discussion afterwards in the show but i could only give you a bit but guys if you are interested you, sh you should definitely go back to those two episodes it's uh, full of i would say still alternative and for some people controversial, but amazing things. Yeah, I remember that when we read that uh, challenge, uh, 
I was like, we can't solve it. We yeah. have to write back to, uh, I think Kate was the name of the person that has sent us the challenge mm -hmm. that she needs help. Uh, from therapy, but I think it was from an uh, educated therapist or psychologist, but I think she wrote in the challenge that she's already been through the years of therapy yeah, and it has not been helping her. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if we are to solve it, Cynthia is the, <laughs> yes. Cynthia is the only one. Is the one. And surprise, surprise, now this is what I'm doing in my life. <laughs> yes, exactly. You are, you are doing exactly that. Uh, but uh, a very powerful thing. And uh, yeah, I will remember that episode. I also, s I actually sit there like, uh, you know, in love chick, like looking at, oh my God, this is so amazing. <laughs> so uh, you can also see how blown away I was, uh, but really worth to come back. So for me, that was a huge wisdom. Yes. And the last wisdom, is it last? No, no it's not the before last. Before the last one. Yes. yes. Comes from Morten Bonde. Mm -hmm. Morten is actually quite famous now in Denmark. Yeah. He's just launched his uh, book. Uh, Morten is a person that we have gone to visit in at his work at Lego. Yeah. Due to the fact that he's actually legally blind. Mm -hmm. So it was very difficult for him to come to the studio. And this guy who is practically blind... He only has like less than 4% of the vision. Mm -hmm. He is just streaming wisdom. He is helping so many people right now by finding how to, you know, find yourself mm -hmm. uh, despite the very difficult circumstances that you have and how to live fulfilled life yeah. when you are still in that difficult situation. And that episode with him was like so filled up with wisdom that, uh, you know, uh, you just would have to listen to it again. And if you want to, it's episode 107, mm -hmm. how to find the essence of who you really are with Morten Bonde. And the part that I have chosen is quite a practical part. It is related to meditation. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, let's see what Morten has taught us about meditation. And what I learned that when you try to meditate and your brain is in high beta, you cannot go from high beta to alpha. You have to go down the brain waves. The only people who can do it are uh, Buddhist monks or uh, samurai warriors. Um, but what I what I what I learned from you know getting this insight when was uh, I was trying to meditate. But I couldn't do it. I was simply stressed all the time. And then I learned uh, you, you cannot go from there to an alpha state. You have to do something to get you calm. And that's when uh, activating sense perception is really good. So what I would do, I would just simply go out in the garden with uh, no socks and no just barefooted mm -hmm. in the grass, in the wet grass, or simply to get... Uh, the mind to relax by having something to, you know, concentrate on that is going on in your in your environment instead of your inner mental mm -hmm. picture that you have, and then what happens is that the mind cannot concentrate on thinking about scary scenarios in the future and be aware of what's going on uh, in uh, you know the sense perception. So the focus will shift to your body automatically because you're stimulating it. And then the, you go down in slower beta waves uh, in, into a normal state. And then you can you, you combine that with uh, breathing techniques. You take deep breath and then the body gets even more calm. And then you can start meditating. And that was important because people were just saying to me, but you have to, you have to go into meditation. You have to meditate and be mindful. And then everything will be fixed. But they didn't tell me about that you, you, know, you have to calm yourself down and get in that state. Yeah, so um, we know that the quality of that episode is not the best because... Uh, yeah, it was our first on-the-road experience. We actually took the recorder to uh, to to Bilund, to Lego, and we were in an open environment. So uh, you can hear all of that. We were not faking that we went to see him there. So, yeah, that's why. But uh, very smart. Very smart. Yeah, so... 
he's explaining all of that brainwave stuff mm -hmm. from the very ground. So if you are interested in it and having some pragmatic approach on how can you start finally meditating if mm -hmm. you have been struggling with that for a while, and also in general finding yourself despite the different circumstances, difficult circumstances, that's definitely the show to for go you. after. Exactly. And I think we are going to the last one. Uh, and that goes from our episode 105, How Life Works According to Science and a Biologist, Nestor San Pedro. On this very basic cell level, what, what, our, what motivates our cells to keep on improving? What, what's the scientific take on it? What's the official? Uh, uh, because I've heard that it's just random that's uh, yeah, that random. just happens and uh, there was this book who was the author you will know the selfish Maybe gene no. actually i don't know the uh, the author the selfish gene that was the guy who was claiming that you know the the, the whole motivation uh, motivation of the evolution mm. is just basically because it wants to survive yeah, yeah that's because that's uh, it's just randomness of mutation and the willing to survive that's that's basically that's why we're here oh my I'll god say. what do you think about this thing <coughs> about what uh, what do you think about this uh, is it uh, as a scientist of course this is this is what is uh, there but as a human it, then don't you think something's missing like for you personally as uh, as you said before like a purpose mm -hmm. yeah maybe but uh i'm happy with that <laughs> No, and like how incredible it is that we are here and just think to yeah. those very basic principles. Mm -hmm. So I try not to think about it a lot because maybe I can get to the conclusion that there is actually no purpose in yeah. life rather than survive. And now that is kind of easy to survive, what do we do now? <laughs> and yeah. And then they use like the uh, first war uh, problems arise, right? So yeah. we just keep on thinking because we don't have... Uh, we don't need to to survive anymore, or it's very easy to survive to feed yourself. Mm -hmm. So we use uh, waste on time on on other things. Yeah, actually, I I remember that that was uh, the moment when I. <laughs> felt like I cornered a scientist to saying that, well, if you think about it, if the if the reason for for our uh, life is uh, basically to survive and uh, there is basically no purpose, then, yeah, it's like I, I try not to think about it. It was really funny. Actually, the entire show is super funny because it was meant to be serious. We had a biologist coming from a university making a research talking about what is life and we have trolled him and we have trolled the entire show. We started with, with some Madonna references. Dennis was checking what is the real name of Madonna because his <laughs> surname is San Pedro and uh, you know Madonna sings last night I dream of San Pedro and there was a throwback to uh, Nestor's father and then uh, we were talking about crazy scientists, crazy billionaires who are sponsoring some illegal experiments. And then we had this when he said basically that the purpose for a cell, cell is to survive. And when that purpose is fulfilled, he doesn't want to think about it because then he will discover there's no purpose at all. And I found it extremely uh, interesting. And I was actually quite listening to him and I was like shocked that he said that. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what I want to come back to is that there has to be a purpose. And that was a wisdom, because when I realized that science officially doesn't have a stand on what's the purpose of life, except of surviving, then there has to be something more there. Yes, I'm thinking like the time is like running like crazy. I don't it? know what is happening. I will try to use my bending. Uh, I'm bending. Marta, I think we should just go to the left field. Yeah. G. From the left field. Oh, yo, yo, we have 10 minutes and we could talk forever. But this part is actually dedicated to us, guys. We are your from the left field today. And we want to reflect on how our life has changed in the past two years while we were making this 
wonderful podcast that is a gift from heavens and from us, from us to you. And uh, it is pretty amazing when each one of us looks back yeah. at those two years, how much has it changed? So Anna, I am giving you now one minute to make a summary of the crazy stuff you have gone through in one your minute. life. One, okay. In one minute, the trailer. One, two, three, go. Okay. Uh, September 2017, I'm a single mother, in, not in a relationship, working in Siemens uh, corporation well i can say that right okay uh, that is consumed from my time now so i'm continuing currently i am in a happy relationship i have an extra daughter i am not working in siemens i was already fired from another job so basically i also tried some entrepreneurship and the only stable thing in my life right now currently is this thing podcast you've got five options yes Wow, pretty amazing. Well, Anna, you have gone through a real revolution. Yeah, my, minus life. those times when I was fired. That was not so amazing. But besides that, it's amazing. Yes, I think that the, especially the first fire firing, yes. it was really amazing for you. Yes, actually, the second one was as well. Yeah, so you are this person that extremely quickly pick yourself up and look at what I have learned and what yeah. is good in what has just happened to me. So I think in both situations, you very quickly found yeah. that. D disclosure for potential future employers. <laughs> in both cases, actually wasn't fired. I was laid off. There is a difference. And that was due to the reduction of the positions I was on. I just have a bad luck for the positions I am hired. Or, or is it bad luck? Is it? Well, so that's just a little disclaimer. Yes. But Marta, you still, have your one minute. Yeah, my one minute. So in September 2017, I was uh, working uh, also in a corporation, also in wind industry. And uh, I have just been an employee. And since that time, I have become a personal performance development coach. I have become a conscious healing facilitator and neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. I have resigned from my job. I have first uh, went through extreme fear and self-doubt of doing that, but I have actually fought through it. I have resigned from my job and I have started my own practice, which is called Reach Far More, where I am absolutely following my heart and my passion. And I am doing what I was meant to be doing. I am helping people overcome what's stopping them, what's holding them back from making their dreams come true. Yep. So it looks like we were two corporate slaves back in the day. Huh? And now we are not. No. So that's that's actually pretty cool. But it's amazing because I, I would say that the last two years was were the most uh, one of the most turmoilous. Sorry for my English. <laughs> uh, the most uh, turbulent years of my life, because indeed I, I lost my uh, employment. I was laid off, not fired. Uh, just a disclaimer. And then I um, I was basically, you know, single mom. And now I have this wonderful partner, which uh, maybe I will marry one day. Who knows? And uh, I have a new baby, which is amazing. And I have my old baby, which is a teenager. So it's not so amazing, but it's still amazing. And I do what I love. And uh, yeah, something I was longing for all this time. Um, a happy relationship, I finally have it. So I have to say, um, yeah, huge changes, huge changes, but uh, well done, Anna. Really, really well done. I have really admired you over, the, over that time and you have really taken it with uh, amazing grace. All those, uh, you know, all those firings and <laughs> other layoffs. <laughs> layoffs. I don't know why. Ah, it's okay. I don't know why. Sorry. All those layoffs. Lay Still layoffs. <laughs> Late bugs, layoffs. It's because they found out late. about my breakup dancing side activity, and that's why I was laid off. No, but uh, okay, Marta, so we are back on the preach sister and uh, high five bro because uh, I, I had nothing but the most utter admiration for what you were doing over these two years. I know how much it took from you to actually quit your job because you were not lay, lay off, lay, 
laid off, you were actually, you made that decision by yourself, which sometimes it's even harder. And you finished so many diplomas that I cannot even uh, remember them all. But you are basically having your own practice, your own business. And that's uh, amazing. And it it was through blood, sweat and tears. And amazingly enough, my private situation has not changed. My husband has not quit me <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> or fire me. Yes. My kids have not quit me either. <laughs> yes. So uh, still have managed to keep the people I love with me. Yes, that's that's really amazing. Yeah. So, guys, uh, the funny thing is that there are two challenges that we have solved in the past for other people's people's. <laughs> Super English uh, for other people uh, that uh, actually helped us, I think, to to get those changes. Right. In my case, it was uh, five things to ensure before you get back out there. It was a challenge sent from Monica. At least this is how we called her, who was saying that, you know, she made a break from the dating. She was in bad relationships. And uh, she wants to get back out there and start dating again, but she doesn't know how. And I was leading that challenge. I wrote five articles with all these things and I was reflecting on myself and on my life. And one of the articles was saying that you have to try something you never tried before. And Marta, you teased me to install Tinder, which I did. And my first match was Dave, which is now the, you know, the guy I live with, the guy who is the father of my daughter, you know. So basically, I I met him just two weeks after we solved this challenge. And that was uh, just unbelievable. And you also had one challenge that uh, that have influenced you. Yes, deeply. I just wanted to say something. Yes. I could not tease Anna to install Tinder. Uh, with Anna, it doesn't work this way. You can't tell her to do something. So you have to be wise mm. and sneaky. Uh, <laughs> you have to be more like, you know, like, oh, so you wrote in your article that you should try something you have never tried before. What is it that you haven't tried before? Uh, and uh, yeah, so maybe she manipulated <laughs> me into it. Okay, I agree. No, you wanted to do it. You, you were looking for this, you know, um, courage to do something very much out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So you did it yourself, babe. And your uh, article about this exercise to uh, like change your love, love life. life. Yeah. I'm still sending it to people who have uh, trouble uh, with uh, their rela- uh, with their love life and want to change it. Mm. And for me, uh, it is actually the uh, the article and the podcast, the challenge that is called five key goodbyes and five hellos when you want to start your business. And that was a challenge sent by, I don't remember what was the name. I don't know, probably it was Lucifer or something. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot the name, maybe Robert. And uh, from uh, that was a person that really wanted was really, really ready to start his Mm -hmm. own business. Yet he was struggling with uh, some shyness and confidence issues and couldn't say goodbye to the to the boss that he had. And that was a challenge that uh, I was the one leading solving in March 2018. And from the time I have taken my decision to actually leave my job until now, I can still make use of that challenge. Mm-hmm. First, I used it to say goodbye mm-hmm. to my wonderful manager, to my old life, and also still looking into the part of confidence, self-confidence and trust. This is still something that I am uh, continuously working on. Mm-hmm. So I must say really, really worthwhile uh, listening to. Okay, I think we are coming to an end of this episode and we would love to tell you more about us, but it's not only about us, guys, it's about you. We really hope that you listeners, you appreciate our work uh, and the fact that we want to entertain you and share our lives and wisdom with you every single week. So thank you so very much for listening to us. And I hope that we will get some messages from you guys. You only have to visit the5options.com and just drop us a line that you are there and that you are listening. And that will mean the world for us, especially that we... Our time is still about to come. So, you know, it's important for us. Yeah. And send your challenges. We are ready to solve them. We are ready to solve your challenges. Yeah.
You are listening to You've Got 5 Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that 5 indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks!